and we back. It's week 14, playoff week. We got the cheese in the building. Cheese, what's going on? Oh, yeah, you know. Seven leagues. I got knocked out. Two leagues. Three leagues. One, two, two. I'm the top in a couple other leagues in the in the playoffs. I'm in the mix this week. Two buys. I'm feeling pretty good. How about yourself, Ty? How we doing this year? I'm killing it in the dynasty leagues. The redrafts not so much. Just got kicked out of the Scott Fishbowl in the wild card round of the playoffs. Didn't meet the top ten scoring criteria. So I'm ahead out on that. And then in the Megala Bowl. I was out week 11. They started their playoffs very early. So knocked out of those leagues. But in the dynasty, I got two number one seeds. Two big money leagues, two number one seeds. Yeah, that's that's what's up. Can't go wrong with that. But talking about dynasty, we got the tank playoffs week one. Woo! No bye weeks. You snooze, you lose. And if you're out, you're, you're eliminated. Um, there's three of us. Two of us are in. And we got one that's out. How you feeling, ghost host? Sad that he had to miss the playoffs, but hey, he's got a top pick next year. So Yeah, ghost, top three. Ghost host feeling good in that top three. Yeah, he's going to pair someone with Hollywood Brown next year. Joe Mixon. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Maybe... Is A.B. coming back? <laughs> Cheese is shaking his head. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. There's a rumor of uh, Patriots maybe getting receiver help. I saw Deion Sanders say that. He said someone's going to come in the next few weeks. I couldn't imagine it being Antonio Brown after all these social media antics. But, man, they do need some help in the wide receiver position. Yeah, those guys could not get open against Houston. That was Tom was hot. <laughs> was, was, was that a surprising so game or what? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think a lot of people expected uh, that New England defense to kind of, you know, take Hopkins out of the game, take Deshaun Watson out of the game, and uh, get to the quarterback. But they were able to expose them with the big plays, and they were uh, Houston was able to get the win. So, yeah, it was somewhat surprising, I would say. Yeah. Definitely, and this week, Patriots and Kansas City. Woo! Woo! That's going to be a barn burner, but you see it. You know, I'm here. I got the Action Jackson jersey on. You got the Niners gear on. The wild card 49ers, man. What's up? What's up? Cheese has turned into a Ravens fan. He no longer claims the Cowboys after uh, they've lost their two straight games and got smacked on Thanksgiving like a, a Thanksgiving plate. And, uh, yeah, Cheese, he's, he's turned into a Ravens fan after this win. It was a good win for them. They didn't cover the spread. So I, I knew there was going to be a close game, but I think we'll see him again. Oh, you think that you're going to get to the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, we got that Super Bowl defense, and that's what it takes to get there. Ravens played some good defense themselves. They got a good rushing game. We're both at the top at both analytics. And in, in the cold weather, running the ball and defense gets it done. All right, but don't get it twisted. You know, I'm rocking the Lamar Jackson jersey, but I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, and we're at the top of the division. We get it together. It's a wrap. You're taking down the Niners at home. (laughs) What's up? I guarantee the Niners are going to be favored in that game, and we're going to smack you, cover the spread, whatever it is, six and a half, 
away in Dallas in the dome. Oh, that's that's if the Rams don't come back and knock you guys out. There's a couple games left, man. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm just saying, Saints I'm willing, this I'm week. I'm willing to bet that the 49ers are, this week. are able to make it into the playoffs. Then Seattle, that's two more losses. Oh, you already count up oh. Even if we lose out, we'll still have a better record than the Cowboys do all year. That's not hard to do this year. Right, because y'all are trash cans. Could miss the playoffs in the NFC least. All right. Such a bad division. All right, I think we wrapped up the trash talk today. <laughs> you brought Let, it on yourself. <laughs> let's get into the Shark Tank news. News. Yeah, there you go. The it's news. time for the news. Who's ready for some news? Big news coming out of the cheese locker room. Matt Collins waved by the Eagles. <laughs> that was your boy. That was your ace, Matt Collins. How are you feeling about the Mac? Will there be a return of the Mac? Yeah, definitely not. Looking pretty <laughs> bad this year. He's, he's not looking like he's uh, going to be playing. But that isn't the biggest breaking news. I mean, breaking, obviously, today, oh. the Panthers fired head coach Ron Rivera. How's that? How are you feeling about that? Man, that's some big news for the fantasy football playoffs, considering the fantasy football best player is on that team. His head coach is fired, Christian McCaffrey's head coach. And uh, let's see how it affects this team offensively. I don't think it changes anything. Uh, North Turner, he's not going to be the uh, assistant to the head coach. And you got the uh, quarterback coach, um, becoming the offensive coordinator. So I expect them to lean heavily on McCaffrey and, uh, you know, these guys to see their same targets, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. That definitely makes sense. Was it, do you think Cam's going to get traded next year? Oh, yeah. I think, man, I think that's the uh, popular opinion is everyone thinks Cam is going to head out. Uh, his contract next year is 19 mil, which is actually cheap for quarterbacks. Most of these quarterbacks making 25-plus nowadays on these new contracts. So Cam will find a home. Uh, if it's not at Carolina starting, it will be somewhere else. All right, Monday Night Football, Dalvin Cook left the game, shoulder injury. How are you feeling about that? They said uh, he could have came back in, but they kept him out for precautionary measures, and he said he's uh, 100% going to play this week. Do you think he shares more snaps with Madison this week? Um, I could see Madison getting, you know, maybe one or two more touches, especially, uh, you know, considering they're playing the Lions, they'll probably blow him out. But um, Dalvin Cook, he's going to eat against these Lions. He's going to get his touchdown, so I'm not really worried. Okay, Rashad Penny getting lots of work last game too. The Penny, yeah, he, he uh, got two touchdowns. Chris Carson, I saw on Twitter, voluntarily – came out of the game at the goal line to give Rashad Penny the touchdown, the rushing touchdown. So that was cool. They have a good dynamic there in that backfield, and I expect more of a split. All right. We got Minshew back in action. It's Minshew mania. We back in action. Mustache Minshew, he's out here. 
All right, is that is that a boost for for DJ Chark and Westbrook? I think so. I mean, when Foles was there, he was not doing anything spectacular. And then, you know, the game against Tampa Bay where you expect him to go off, he has a bunch of turnovers. So, yeah, I think it's good for the uh, wide receiving uh, position over there. Okay. Um, that's pretty much the, the news. Got anything else, man? Um, let's see. James Conner, still questionable. He said he's not going to play until he's certain that he won't need surgery. James Conner, I could be playing against him this week, so that's, that'll be an interesting one. I don't think he's going to play. What about you? All right. <laughs> James Conner, is he going to play this week? Yeah, I, I think so. I think he's going to come back. Okay, I think James Conner is going to come back this week. That means I might be playing against him. Yeah, but man, that's the that's the that will be the preview. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Any more news, or is it about time to get into? We don't have any moves. We so got no moves. We got no moves this week. Today's Tuesday. Just gave you the news. It's waiver day, and then I guess it's time for this review. Then oh yeah, the review. Ready? Yep, run it. Week 13 review. Let's get into it, Cheese. What's first on the slate? What you want to talk about? All right, man. There were some big games last week. As you can remember, all the games here decided the last two spots of the standings. Who would make it in the playoffs? And, oh, it was close. Man, should we want to start with the the actual games, or should we just talk about the standings first? Man, let's get into these actual games. Um, let's break these down. There were a bunch of, uh, yeah, a bunch of games that had a lot of playoff uh, implications I've... in there. So let's let's dive into. Okay, let's. Okay, this game right here, Manny's great team versus Fuck Foles. Yep, and you could. This you, game right here decided, I mean, fuck Foles. You know why? Yeah, he he, he Foles he, flopped yep. against a juicy matchup. Tampa Bay left Goff on the bench. Mm-hmm. That's got to hurt. So let's break this down. Yeah, well, fuck Foles needed the win this week. Joel needed the win this week to get into playoffs. Yep. And he came into the match, projected 130 to Manny's great team, 136. This is supposed to be a very close matchup. And we got Manny great, Manny's great team pin up 152 to Foles 117. So 117 was underperformance this week. Biggest underperformers, as you mentioned, man, quarterback position. What happened here? Man, Nick Foles, negative five points. He had a terrible first half and then benched for the Minshew after three turnovers. And then in that same game, Ronald Jones in the lineup with a goose, a donut, goose egg. After putting up 15 points last week at Atlanta, he comes back with a goose egg for the most important game of the season. You hate to see it for the Joel. Yeah, this this definitely hurt. Right here, Jared Goff on the bench. 42 points. So that's a 47-point swing from negative 5 to 42. 
definitely gave him the win. That would that that change alone would have been for the win. FTW, and you would have been in the playoff picture 2019. Yep, that hurt for him. Manny's great team with that win. Uh, locked in third place. And uh, next matchup, we got. Oh, this the. Let me just shout out a couple of these players really quick. Alshon Jeffrey, thirty points. He had the most out of both teams and was on the losing squad. And you got Jack Doyle, man. Full fuck fools. <laughs> He's got some players that that would have been scary heading into these playoff matchups. So, shout out to Manny for keeping them out. <laughs> yeah, that's real. And on the other side, Derek Henry just been on fire. And we were talking about the mighty mistake that Manny made last season against the Almighty Cheese. Leaving Derek Henry on the bench in December is a no go. And uh, you know, Derrick Henry's still putting up big numbers. DJ Moore, Tyler Boyd, twenty and sixteen. So Manny's team coming in hot into these playoffs. Oh yeah, look at even Tennessee defense, twenty three yep. points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's killing it, man. Um, yeah, you got anything else for this matchup? Uh, you got Mitch Trubisky on the bench for Manny, thirty three points. Debo Samuel fourteen. Oh yeah, he's Debo next week. I think if Manny would have uh, set his lineup earlier, Kelsey in the tight end, Debo in the flex, that would have given him another ten points. Man, <laughs> this Joel, this game was served to you on a platter. All you had to do was start the golf. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. That Dawson Knox move right. hurt. Yep. Yeah, he had Dawson Knox locked in Thursday game, and he had to pit someone else in. And that that definitely – That would have gave, gave the quill the win if he just plugged in the golf. But, yeah, I'm ready to move on. I just wanted to point out those last things about this matchup. What's another one that had some playoff implications? All right, the next one that had some playoff implica- implications, man, was your favorite drop, you know, the guy, Xenador. Xenador. Game over? No way, because we got Coming in, needing the win to get into playoffs also because the seven, eighth teams, I mean, all, all someone else needed to do was win. That's it. All These guys were all tied. Needed to do was win to get in. I mean, we got a five and eight team in the playoffs right now. Crazy, man. Yeah, so this game right here, uh, Pickle Rick, the favorite, coming in projected 143. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Rick. Overperforming, pin up 172, and we got Game Zini projected 125. Underperforming with the 109. Pickle Rick killed it this week. Top performers of the week, Robert Woods, 35 points. Killing Arizona, Carson Wentz, 32 points. Yeah, Robert Woods, 13 catches for 172. Went off. His whole bench went off. You see his bench? Oh, Deshaun Watson, Darius Geis, Cole Beasley, even Shady and AP getting some. Russell Gage. Pickles got a nice, well-rounded team going into these playoffs here. And, yeah, these top performers, Julian Edelman, 24. He's been consistent. Cooper Cup with 18. Carson Wentz with 32. Yeah, Pickles coming into playoffs on fire. On fuego. It looks like he can do no wrong 
uh, with some of these plugs. I mean, Deshaun Watson on the bench with 33. Didn't matter which quarterback he started. Yeah, it sure didn't. Um, for the other side game, Zini, what hurt him was Crowder, two points. You got George Kittle with only three points against oh, Baltimore. Man. That probably hurt. He did have huge blow-up game from Rashad Penny. Penny had 26 points. But I... Hard to compete with Pickles' yeah, team this week. Definitely. Put up a lot of points and kept the Zenador out the playoffs. But, yeah, Zini just spent that first-round pick on Rashad Penny. You know he loves to see that little uh, mini breakout game. I feel like Rashad Penny has had so many, like, mini breakout games. Hasn't fully just gone off for 200 yards yet, but, you know, he's, yeah, he's getting like touchdowns. Yeah, I Rashad Penny will definitely have a role next year. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens with Rashad Penny and the Seahawks. It's looking like a committee over there, just 50-50. Uh, next game... We have another game that someone came in. All they needed to do was get the win, and they would have made playoffs. El Guru and the Rhinos. The Guru and the Rhinos. Rhino, everybody knows. You got one tail. And... El Guru. Yeah, El Guru, another 5-8 and eight team. Close game right here. Yeah, this actually ended up being a close game. We had the Rhinos projected 139, put up 137. El Guru projected 115, overperforming, testing the Rhinos this week, pin up 127. I feel like Guru's outperforms his projections weekly now. Like, towards the end of the season, he just kept outperforming his projections and keeping it close. Well, a lot of his players are on the rise this year, definitely in redraft. And let's break it down, man. Top performers of the week for the Rhinos. Who you got? Oh, yeah. For the Rhinos, we got Cortland Sutton, newest addition, 23 points. Looking good with Drew Locke, catching some big passes. Uh, Rams defense, they did work. 22 points for them. Leonard Fournette, 17. Mark Andrews with 14. Yeah, so... A little bit of everything for the Rhinos. Rams D coming through 22 points, killing them. And on the other side, we got Devontae Parker in his career day, putting up 40 fantasy points for the Guru, single-handedly keeping him in the game. Yeah, like I say, he has a lot of players on the rise. Devontae Parker, probably a league winner this year if you have him Man. in redraft. Devin Singletary also on the rise, dropping 18 points against the Cowboys thanksgiving football drew Brees heard him this week only 15 points but zach pascal also 19 points another nice ad on the waiver wire this week and redraft and all these guys are overperforming and uh right and they 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 pit up a fight this week but the rhinos came out on top not guru off it looks like the play that would have got guru the win this one would have been a tough call, but had you started New Orleans defense over Chicago defense, you would have gotten an 11-point difference, and that would have gotten you the one-point win over the Rhinos. That that would have been too tough of a call. That would have been a really tough call. I think With Chicago, Chicago yeah. seemed like a slam dunk, and we didn't know Julio was out until that oh, game yeah, had Chicago already started. Oh, yeah, Chicago was a slam. This was Thursday. These, were both of these a yep. Thursday game? 
Yeah, both of these were the Thanksgiving Day mm-hmm. games. Everyone DFS had Chicago. We all had defense. Chicago. We yeah, all had the no Turkey No one bowl. knew who Blah was. Ryan started the Blah, the but it didn't, didn't, too well. <laughs> didn't end too well. But the Blah was started, yeah. but we all had Chicago defense, yeah. and they ended up taking a pretty large dump on the week 13 most important week for the guru. Yeah, that's real. We need a eliminated drop. Eliminated. Yeah, there we go. Now El Guru is eliminated. eliminated. <laughs> All right, next matchup. Next matchup. Which one you got, Cheese? What's next on the agenda? Next on the agenda, we have. Might as well go over. Uh, I think that oh, the biggest matchup of the week. This week was supposed to decide who would get into playoffs. Yep. Yep. We got the number eight team versus the number seventeen. International stains, baby. Let's go. Yeah. For the win. Yeah, and then against the number eight team. The commission yeah. taking a dump and still sneaking in the playoffs. Yeah, somehow still squeezed somehow. in the playoffs. This was supposed to Man. be whoever loses gets knocked out, and that is not what happened. Somehow I, everyone else lost. Man, no, what a crazy, what a crazy luck streak for the Reaper. Luck, unlucky, yeah. but he made it. To unlucky because he has to play me. <laughs> ja ja ja. Yeah. Yeah, All right. That's not anyone's favorite team to see week one for sure. Let's dive into but, this yeah. matchup that we had this week. B. Haynes slightly underperforming. 116 points was projected 117. The Reaper just un- underperforming every week it seems like. Projected 127. Only put up 98. Didn't hit the triple digit mark cheese yeah but big performers for haynes coming through thursday night football the best quarterback in the game right now oh, Dak man. prescott first buffalo bills and uh we also have miles sanders eating against miami do you think miles sanders is taking this number one job oh yeah i do and then he's the only one healthy right now too so i think he's going to continue to uh, get that increase in snap count. He's at like 85%, which is the most Doug Peterson's ever used in a running back. And uh, is if Jordan Howard's going to continue to be injured, expect it to stay you know, around that 90 range. Yeah, Tyler Higby, great start for B. Haynes. Haynes also, with the, the swoop and play of the Tyler Higby, very nice. Yeah, also still winning somehow with two donuts on the, the team. What? Yeah. If he would have just listened to me and started David Johnson like I told him. Remember we were talking about that? Oh, yeah. He out outscored uh, both Pollard and Edmonds. <laughs> Three points. I told you. you I told you. points. That's true. <laughs> he, had a, he had a higher floor than both of those players. And you know what? B. Haynes was still able to scrape out that victory. Man, a zero from your kicker is rough. Yeah, that is rough. That, those are free points usually. Yeah, usually that does hurt. On the other side, the Reaper also underperformed with Matt Ryan hurting him Thursday night as well, dropping only 15 points. Julio uh, Juli- being ruled out last minute. Yep. And uh, James, Con- those are two big donuts on the bench, James Conner, Julio Jones, and then another big donut in that lineup, Tyler Lockett. And 
what was supposed to be a great matchup, prime time, yeah. put up a goose. I think everyone had Lockett and maybe DFS. I didn't have Lockett and I still lost. <laughs> yeah, Tyreek Hill also underperforming only 10 points in what everyone thought was a smash matchup against Oakland. Um, he did have Robbie Anderson, Chris Carson do their job this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Carson was almost out. He he was injured for a second. Everyone was thinking concussion. Uh, and he was able to come back in and continue 22 points. He, he had a solid week. Robbie Anderson, that's got to be his best game. Uh, second best game of the season. What is crazy is Ryan Fitzpatrick would have got Shark the win. Oh, 39 points on the bench. I had I started Fitzpatrick over Jimmy G or Drew Brees in SFB nine, I would have advanced. So I feel you, um, Tiburon, on the benching of the Fitz Magic. I mean that was a tough call. Yeah. With all these quarterbacks he had, but when they said Julio was out, he might have wanted to pivot. Hmm. I feel that. I, I did that in season long. I when Julio, I had that same stack. And when yep. they say Julio's out, I was like, nope. Yep. I might have pivoted to one of those two quarterbacks and Brissett or Fitzmagic for I, sure. I would think Josh Allen. Oh, does he have Josh? Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah, yeah. went with Josh Allen, but that would have not got the win. So he's got a lot of quarterbacks down here. He's playing the quarterback carousel. But, yeah, Fitzmagic would have been the tough start for me. I, I don't think I would have started him. But that would have gotten him the dub. And he wouldn't have had to play me first round. Yeah. Um, but, like uh, like we said, 7 and 8 are in. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're rolling. Next matchup, we got a matchup that... I thought we were going to keep rolling. Yeah, we're going to keep... Oh, okay. <laughs> when he said keep rolling, I thought that's where we were going. <laughs> that That's where we're going now. And we had... What, as you called it, the game of the week, your game. We had the two top teams in the league. I mean, Mahomes was 11-1. I was 12-0. That's two. That's a matchup for the juggernauts. I think the Yahoo schedule uh, algorithm knew that this was going to be the top matchup and placed it at the end for a reason. And it wasn't all that it was cracked out to be, Cheese. ja 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 all right let's get into it so we got the champ yours truly fully loaded underperforming i was projected 169 put out 151 still so able you're saying this was like a first round knockout like you're a boxer you just came in for, the, uh, for just the the 30 second win boom see i would say that if i had a bunch of the thanksgiving players you know and i it was a thursday and i just bow he smacked but no, it was really Aaron Rodgers laid it on him, you know, Sunday in the snow. But we're going to get into it. I put up 151 to Mahomes, 106. He's projected 149, so severely underperformed going into the playoffs. He's been pretty cold as of late. Yeah, both of you guys underperformed, but rolling with Mahomes, underperforming by 43 points over here. You'd love to see it. Yeah, but let's get into the top performers <laughs> this week. Who you got? Yep, like Aaron Rodgers killing it, 38 points in the snow, just tore up that defense in New York. Then I got Devontae Adams, his right-hand man. Oh, yeah, the double dip was nice You know this it. Week. You know I love that double dip. 
And then, uh, you know, McCaffrey putting up half of his projection, half of 32 is 16. Mari Cooper with his 16. A bunch of solid contributors, but going to need more in these fantasy playoffs, cheese. Oh, yeah, that's real. Uh, Kenny Galladay over here on the bench for you, putting up 31. Yeah, the blah coming in hot. He saw the broken down defense. Kenny Galladay wide open for 75-yard touchdown on the opening drive. Who would have thought blah could get it done in that way? I didn't. (laughs) I don't think anyone did. Uh, But for Mahomes, man, Patrick Mahomes projected 31 points, pinned up 21 points against Oakland. That was a shocker. We had Hopkins um, pinned up about his projection. 17 points and we had duke johnson overperforming put up 19 points top performers for Mahomes. michael thomas hurt this week only 10 points dj shark with six hunter henry with three yeah on the bench he's got peyton barber that would have been a tough call 18 points over projected is by 16 he was only projected two and david moore with 15 who would have thought um even if he plays both those guys, he's still not getting the win. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes coming in the first round with Juju out. Maybe yep. Brita also out. Well, I think Juju. Mac out. He's questionable. He's questionable right now. He was hanging out with his quarterback today. I saw a video. Oh, Marlon Mack targeting week 14 return. Ooh, that might Ooh. make or break Mahomes this week. That could be big. We'll get into that on the preview. Because, man, we got some playoff matchups to break down for y'all real soon. All right. But, cheese, other than that, I mean, Nuke was 17 versus New England. That's got, that's pretty solid. Yeah, that was a pretty nice. I mean, they did win that game. Yeah. And uh, Five of eight targets, 64 yards, and a big touchdown. So I feel like that's good for him going into the playoffs because Nuke has been pretty cold um, throughout the season. So, yeah, other than that, I think that wraps up the top matchup of the year. Yeah. Then we have the other two matchups. We got the Wire God versus the Panda. I don't know if there's any implications here. Don't think so. I think we were breaking this down on the preview, and we said there was no playoff implication. I mean, uh, yeah, no, no draft order implications with this one. So Panda going for the dub because why not? (laughs) <laughs> and look who who did it for him cheese he overperformed only projected 97 put up 128 wire god projected 114 put up 94 so he was originally slated to win this game but it didn't roll out like that because raheem Mostert, 29 points tearing up that baltimore defense yeah don't forget michael gasecki here 18 points against philly oh yeah the win that's an ex fully loaded player yeah benny snell coming through 13 points anthony miller seeing you have him in dfs 25 points it's a very nice yeah that is true it's a very nice and on the other side we got the co-host, the the host that goes the most. The host that goes the most. What up with you ghost host? Talk to us. He said he didn't care about this game. Yeah, didn't matter. It, it really didn't matter. He was locked and loaded for that third pick. But we had Kirk Cousins here in a very back and forth game against Seattle. Jason uh, Witten with 18 points. <laughs> 
Yeah, Jason Wynn also pinned up 18 points. Will Lutz, 17 points, kicking all types of field goals. Got to be the best fantasy kicker right now, right? You're putting up 17 points. Then we had Marquise Brown, only one point against San Francisco. Tough matchup. And Tevin Coleman, also one point against Baltimore. Another tough matchup. And what's going on with Tevin Coleman right now? Man, you look at the other side, Raheem Mostert with 29. So it's it's just a committee. We got literally like five backs that all touched the ball. And it's just whoever's got the hot hand. And Mostert seems to be that guy from time to time. Yeah, it, it just goes around. Um, you got anything else on this matchup? No, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it pretty quick. I'm ready to get into this Dallas Cowboy L. That I see here against the worst team in the league. Oh, yeah. Marv came <laughs> and, and pulled a fast one on me. He pulled a fast <laughs> one on the cheese. Cheese was quiet in the chat for a reason. <laughs> he just comes out and says, a kick, a field goal gets Marv the win. Yeah. And I look at it. Oh, Marv's going to get the win. So you tell us. Real California cheese. It's the cheese. How are you feeling after losing by one? point to the worst team in the league one point the last play of monday night football <laughs> the last play that's a, if it had any implication that would have been so bad oh yeah that would have been bad but it didn't i'm still <laughs> locked and loaded six spot ready for the playoffs what's your record cheese um Six and seven. We'll, we'll get into that in one second, <laughs> but we'll start the playoffs. We'll start with this matchup right now. I was projected 138, underperforming, pin up 129. Marv, on the other hand, overperforming, projected 107, dropping 130 on me. Mm. And uh, top performers of the week for Marv. Tom Brady. Yeah. 32 points at Houston. He had a lot of garbage time. He was just stacking up the stats because, you know, he hates to be terrible at fantasy. So, yeah, Tom Brady with 32 of them. Yeah, Tom Brady, man. He just came through into the game. No chance of winning, just all... Trash time. Yeah, it was trash time. Oscar the Grinch did. James points. Washington put him. That's an ex-fully loaded player. James Washington having a good time with the Duck. They seem to have a connection. 23 points. And then, yeah, the rest of his team, the star of the show, Jason Myers, Monday night, 13 points. Washington defense with 14 coming through. Yeah, everyone did solid. Look at your boy Jarvis Landry, 13 points at the top there, overperforming by one point. And on the other side, cheese. Oh, you know, on the who other kept side, you? Who you kept s- you in the game? You know, who keeps me in every week in most of my leagues this Action year? Jackson. Yes, okay. sir. He, the MVP front runner, Action Jackson, putting up 29 against the best defense in the league. Great performance on his part, rushing over 100 yards. Oh, yeah, D.D. Westbrook, 20 points. Keenan Allen, 18 points. Gurley coming through, 18 points. Mm. Eckler, 16 points. Pretty solid this week. I did leave James White on oh, the bench. Oh, 36 of them. Yeah. That would have got you the win, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that would have got me the win for sure. And then the other one I see that would have got you the tie, Houston defense rather than the Chargers, but I thought the Chargers was going to be a slam dunk well, my, this my, week. 
my flex spot, I had the choice Terry McLaurin against Carolina, or I had James White or oh. Sony Michelle against Houston. And either of those would have got me the win. Sony would have got you the win by one point. That would have been three, very nice for you. Yeah, three points. Uh, yeah, that would have been very nice. But it didn't happen, and it didn't matter. And Marv still. Last place. Last place. All right. So Cheese takes the L going into the playoffs. Other than that, do we have any further matchups? Cheese. Or did we break them all down? No, let's get into these standings, man. Ready to get into these standings. Oh, yeah. These standings. These standings, you know, are... It's the it's the playoffs, man. Where's we, week 14, man? How you feeling? You know how I'm feeling, cheese. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Oh, yeah, the playoffs, man, and the standings right now, we have you coming in, number one still after being Mahomes, Mahomes number two, we got Manny's great team with the win, taking number three, he could have swapped places with the Rhinos if he lost, and the Rhinos won, Um, the Rhinos still number four. Coming in, team number five, Pickle Rick. And uh, number six, yours truly, the wild card Niners, just like the wild card 49ers. No, because the 49ers are 10 and 2, while the Cheese Inators <laughs> are 6 and 7. Like, more like the Cowboys, you are. <laughs> That's fine. Just coming like in, your fellow, division, fellow Cowboy fan. Coming in right above b haynes and the reaper coming in stealing the playoffs number eight and uh fuck Foles number nine on the outside looking in once again yeah and then for the top of the draft order let's see here looks like panda will have the first two picks with marv taking last place and panda 13th wire god number three so we'll have the third pick in the 2020 class and then the Rhinos having back-to-back picks at four and five. So top five is rounded out. And then I don't know who has Joel's picks. He trades so much it's hard to keep track of. But the top five is solidified. And let's get into these playoff matchups, man. You ready to get into it? That's the main event. Let's talk about it, man. The preview. The main event. Ladies and gentlemen, Week 14, no bye weeks, do or die, and we have five teams eliminated, eight left standing, and only the most points can survive. That's six teams eliminated. Uh, Six teams, whatever. And we got four matchups to break down here. First one, Cheese, where are you headed? All right, first one, we'll start from the bottom to the top oh hold up (laughs) wrong week quarterfinals (laughs) you know we'll start from the bottom to the top and the first matchup i got the number two team versus the number seven team 
Mahomes versus the B Haynes. Should we just start one and eight? Yeah, well, no. Yeah, you know what? Why not? Now that you mentioned it, we'll just start one and eight. Start with my squad, fully loaded, versus the Reaper. I'm projected 170 points. The Reaper projected 144. I am a 66% favorite to win. And being the number one seed, I like my chances. Let's break it down, Cheese. Yeah, you are the number one seed coming in as the favorite. But for the Reaper, he does have a lot of high upside players that might give him a chance to squeeze out the upset. A 34% chance is one out of three times. All right, one out of three. Like I said, I'll take my chances, Cheese. And especially with his team not putting up 100 points last week. And we start with the quarterback position. I got Aaron Rodgers coming in red hot. Just put up 38 points for me. Now he's at home versus Washington. And I expect him to just continue his tear. What say you, Cheese? Yeah, I got Aaron Rodgers probably penciled in like 35 points this week. 30 plus. It's very nice. But... Over there on the other side for the Reaper, we got Matt Ryan. And if Julio plays this week, Matt Ryan is also very capable of dropping a big game against Carolina and possibly a shootout. Yep, I think Julio Jones has a big big part in Matt Ryan's success if Julio does play. It looks like he's trending upward. So with oh, that this is a stack attack matchup as I'm looking down oh, yeah. the slate. This is the double stack Mac attack, baby. <laughs> we getting into it. Wide receiver one. I'm stacking that Devontae Adams sandwich with the Aaron Rodgers. We're playing at home. Projected nineteen points. What say you I think he overperforms. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> most likely a very nice stack this week. Also for the Reaper, another very nice stack. We got Matt Ryan and Julio Jones versus Carolina. Julio's due for a big game, and it hasn't came yet. So which stack would you rather have this week? Would you rather have Matt Ryan at home versus Carolina and Julio Jones or Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams? That's easy for me. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams versus Washington. For the layup. That just sounds <laughs> a little bit better. All right. And with the wide receiver, too, I got plugged in. Your boy, Amari Cooper, coming off a solid game in a tough matchup against Trey White. Now he's going to Chicago in another tough matchup for Thursday night. And, uh, yeah, Amari Cooper, he's going to come through for me in a difficult matchup. Yeah, he might come through, but another very difficult matchup. We got Tyreek Hill at New England. Ooh, those are two very tough matchups, but two all-star players, both of them very capable having one big play they could make this week yep absolutely and then wide receiver three another big play receiver that is having a huge regression season odell beckham jr playing at home for cincinnati in a nice matchup i expect him to bounce back this week man i've been hearing that all season <laughs> it hasn't happened yet but i'm still 13 and oh and he's been in my lineup every week besides the bye so been working out for me cheese maybe yeah, not for many working others out for you with the wins <laughs> i'm just saying that points that odell's been pinning up they have been consistent but no blow up weeks this year unlike 
Ty, Tyler Lockett over here. He's had some very big weeks. And last week, coming off a donut this week at the Rams. Not very good. Eat, not Well, your matchup is a little better than this one. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, Tyler Lockett, you look at his last three weeks. Zero, four, seven. Terrible. So, for me, I'll definitely take my chances with Odell Beckham Jr. on the other side. He hasn't donutted at all this season. And uh, he's going to get his targets. We know that. So, running back position. Running back one, fully loaded. Christian McCaffrey. Got to say, fantasy football MVP. Him and Lamar Jackson are at the top. He's playing at Atlanta, and I love that. Yeah, he's only projected 24 points this week. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Just a modest 24. (laughs) Still more than both of Sharks running backs combined. (laughs) all right um sharks rb1 we got chris carson at the rams not the greatest matchup also losing work to penny uh it might be tough for him to have a huge game but he is very capable of having a hundred yard and a couple touchdowns in a game right and then the running back too for me i got alvin kamara in here playing at home in the dome versus my team san francisco tough matchup for him but i love that it's at home for them for fantasy purposes yeah and then for the other side rb2 for the shark we got james connor coming back hopefully this week off the injury and a very good matchup at arizona if he plays james connor is very capable of also going 100 plus yards two tugs who it's asking a lot for a guy that has been out for the last oh my gosh he hasn't scored points since week 11 and that was two points and before that he has two goose eggs so really he hasn't been relevant since week eight this is true but in these good matchups 30 points 28 points Mm. 26 points and this is another good matchup if he plays yeah, I mean, the team was a lot different back then. Now you got injuries with Juju Smith, and James Conner doesn't really play well injured. He tends to re-aggravate most of his injuries. So, I mean, if he comes back, I think he's healthy. And he's, yeah, this is a like nice I, matchup, man. Like I said at the top of the show, I don't even expect him to play. So he was already saying on Twitter, like, or to the reporters, that he's uh, he's not going to play unless he knows he's not going to need surgery on his shoulder. And that's that's his issue right now, so it's a wait and see thing for him. Sharks okay, got a so bunch if of James Conner doesn't play, we're looking down here, and we got who we got? Jalen Samuels. Jalen Samuels, ex fully loaded player. He's only been putting up seven points, five points with James Conner out, yeah, and that's because Benny out. Snell is getting sixty five percent of the carries, who he does not have. So it. I mean, to me, yeah, James I'm not out, scared of James Conner at all. Um, if he plays, he's going to play injured, and I know that. So definitely not scared of James Conner this week. Uh, we go to the tight end position. A couple of injured tight ends here. Yeah, we got two very questionable tight very ends. Very good tight ends, though. Yeah, we have uh, maybe the number one tight end when he was playing, and I think this your guy with the number two tight end around this time or top five for sure yeah let's talk about it you got evan ingram yep. playing monday night at philly hopefully he's ready to come back 
If he does not, I have his handcuff, Caden Smith, the Stanford product, who put up double-digit points back-to-back weeks in his absence. So I'm locked and loaded, ready to go with whatever happens with Evan Ingram. Looks like I'm rolling with the New York tight end. All right, we got Hooper, MCLs, expect to resume practicing Monday. It's another step forward for Hooper. Oh, yeah. Now we flexing, Cheese. Who are you flexing with over there? Oh, hold on, hold on. I was just double-checking to see if Hooper will play this week. It's a very good chance he plays. If he comes back with – he has the triple stack, Matt Ryan, Julio, <laughs> and Hooper, man. If Matt Ryan has a good game, you're in a world of hurt this week. Oh, is that right? I'm The 13-0 and team is in a world of hurt. I've heard that before. I, I think I can afford a player or two doing work. The thing is with my team is I usually am able to cover that spread. So I don't think I'm in a world of hurt at all. You could have all these injured players coming back. I, it's To me, it's, it's not going to be very close. <laughs> well, let's get into the flex position. I'm all flexing right. with Dalvin Cook. I'm over here. <laughs> At home versus Detroit, he's ready to eat. He's ready to come back. He saw everyone. Uh, everyone saw him crying Monday night. He's ready to bounce back from that, erase those memories in a juicy matchup in a dome. There's no one else, I think. and There's definitely no one in a redraft league with Christian McCaffrey, Kamara, and then Dalvin Cook in the flex. Mm. A little ridiculous. Um, do you think Dalvin Cook's touches will get scaled back versus Detroit? I I still expect 16-plus touches. You know what I mean? So he'll be over you know, 15 touches, hopefully in the 16 to 20 range. But uh, even if he takes a little bit of work because Detroit's getting blown out, he's going to eat. They're, they're going to score points. That's all that matters. All right, and for the flex for the Reaper, another boom player. We got Robbie Anderson versus Miami. Yeah. I mean, the Reaper is super boom or bust players. And if any of these guys can catch a big play, take one to the house and have a 20-point game. Yep. They are capable, as are my players. So I'm not really worried. I like the chances of my players having the big play over his players. And... uh no, nah, I'm not worried about nothing. <laughs> That's why he's an eight seed. <laughs> I, I feel it. I feel just it. Just lost got, to B. Haynes. I just got to hype up the Reaper over here. You know, it's playoffs. Man. He's more like the Creeper. <laughs> Creeping into the playoffs. Man, he's. I feel bad for Shark. <laughs> Hate it had to be you, Kamish. All right. Um, that's pretty much it for this matchup. I believe both of you guys had your best lineup in. Yes, sir. Let's get into this next one. Let's get into the rolling with my homies. Versus the international Hanes. We got the two and seven going at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. We got number two and number 17. We got um, Hanes. Hanes with a 26% chance this week against my homies. Got Mahomes projected 144 to Haynes 111111. A lot of ones in this matchup. <laughs> yep. Let's um, dive into it. So we got quarterbacks 
Patrick Mahomes for rolling with Mahomes playing at New England. You want to talk about a tough matchup? There's one for you right there. On the other side, go ahead. On the other side, you know we got B. Haynes, Dak Prescott, Thursday night again. Both these played Thursday last week, this time at Chicago. But I think Dak will have a nice game still this week. All right. Two difficult matchups for the QBs. Wide receiver position. Rolling with Mahomes. got Michael Thomas, wide receiver, one at home versus San Francisco. Oh, did you say difficult for Dak, man? I mean, if Blau can do it, man. I just want to see what Dak can do. So you think Blau had a good game last week? Yeah, I think Blau had a good game last week. So you'll take that fantasy performance from Blau? Well, I'm just saying if Blau can do it, Dak will do better than that. Blau, 280 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. That's very pedestrian. So to me, Dak Prescott is the number one quarterback on the year on yards. That would be underperforming for Dak. Yeah, I don't think he's going to put up Blau numbers. I'm saying he's going to do better than Blau. That's 300-plus yards, two or three touchdowns, maybe rushes one in. He could have a monster game this week um, with the Bears defense stopping the run and with that being Thursday night. That was at Detroit also. So this game is at Chicago. It's a little little bit different um, elements there. You know, we were talking about it earlier, that cold weather. The elements start to play when you're in those outside conditions. Well, let me ask you this. Who do you think's going to have a better game this week? Patrick Mahomes? I'm going Mahomes. At New England yep. or Dak at Chicago? Mahomes at New England. Mahomes at New England. That's oh. who I would take. Who would you take? Taking Dak? It's going to be very close, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's going right. to be very close. Ready to get into these receivers? Uh, Yeah, let's get into it. I already told you Michael Thomas. The wide receiver one for the Mahomes. Who you got over there, Cheese? Who's who's the Haynes rolling with? The Haynes rolling with wide receiver one, Chris Godwin. First Indianapolis. Chris Godwin projected 17 points. He's just one game away from his 43-point game two weeks ago. Last week he had nine points. Indianapolis, a mediocre matchup. Um not sure how I feel about Chris Godwin this week, but any of them could eat. But Michael Thomas versus San Francisco, man. Tough matchup. What, what, what do you think? Uh, Michael Thomas, 10 points last week at Atlanta. What, what do you think? Who's going to score more right here? Oh, that's a tough one. I think I'm going to go with Godwin. I think this is a Godwin week, and he's going to have a, a really good week at home versus Indy. In a big game for both teams. But Michael Thomas, he's just, Niners are coming off a a tough loss to Baltimore. Defense is going to come to play. Michael Thomas will get his receptions, but I like the ceiling of Godwin. Yeah, me too. Uh, Godwin can blow up this week. Michael Thomas could rack up a huge amount of receptions. And another player that can rack up a lot of receptions for the Mahomes. We got Nuke. Duke Nukem. We got DeAndre Hopkins at home versus Denver. Is Chris Harris going to be on him? That, that could be a difficult matchup for Nuke. But he just played in a difficult matchup against New England and thrived. Let's see if he can versus Denver. Yeah, Hopkins has two games this year, under 10 points. Usually pretty solid, just not too many blow-up games this week. I would say a solid 20 points 
for Hopkins is very possible. But on the other side, for the Haynes, we got Mr. Double Dip, Dak Prescott, Michael Gallup, and thinking about it a little bit longer, I think Dak will have a better game than Mahomes this week. All right. That's coming from the Cowboy fan cheese. And this, these two guys right here could combine for an easy 50, 60 points. Man, you are asking for a lot at Chicago. And on the other side, we got Revenge Game. Just traded to the Mahomes this year in his breakout year. DJ Chark playing at home with the Minshew Mania uh, versus the Chargers, who have just been terrible as a team. They're kind of hard to watch sometimes. And, yeah, DJ Chark, I think I like it. Do you think they switched to, like, Tyrod Taylor? Man, I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't see them benching Phillip Rivers. I don't know. I think it'd take a lot, like another four-interception game or three interceptions in the first half. Okay, yeah, but let's get into this Chark thing. We got Chark with this new quarter or with the new quarterback back in action. Minshew Mania, like you said. What do you think Chark picks up this week? Yeah, I like Chark. I think he'll put up like 17 points, you know what I'm saying? Maybe outperform his projection by a little bit there. They do got Derwin James back for the Chargers, but I just like that connection with Minshew. He was looking for him all the time. Yeah, but the the on the other side, for the Haynes, I think this guy will definitely outperform Chark this week, and that's Marvin Jones Jr. at Minnesota. Minnesota's been giving up a lot of big plays, and Marvin Jones feels like the perfect receiver to catch a couple bombs this week. All right, and then for the running back position, Philip Lindsay rolling with my homies at Houston. Philip Lindsay's been very underwhelming in single digit fantasy points his last three games. So blah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel about Philip Lindsay. All right. And for the Haynes, we got Miles Sanders coming off a huge game. Man, Miles Sanders, 21 points last week. He's he's on the rise for sure. Very nice matchup versus the Giants. Last week totaling 105 yards with 83 yards rushing. He also caught five passes for 22 yards and a touchdown last week. I think he's in line for another big game, another 20-point game. I'm with you. I think it's Miles Sanders' season as we speak. And then for the running back two position, yeah, like you said, Marlon Mack possibly coming back. And that would be huge for Mahomes. He's got him slated in there right now. Um, if he's not back, I guess he would either have to play Breda, who is injured as well, or Duke Johnson, who had a decent game last week. Yeah, Duke Johnson had a pretty good game last mm-hmm. week. He's, he's capable of catching a whole bunch of passes, so yep. that's good. Yep. Yep. Um, for the Haynes, we got RB2. Right it's not Pollard, I'll tell you that. Right now, <laughs> we're going to probably pit in David Johnson versus Pittsburgh. David Johnson last week sees four carries and two targets. He rushed four times for 15 yards and caught both of his targets. Hopefully he can get more involved in the passing game. Luckily Definitely. for him, Kenyon Drake didn't do so hot with his touches, leading the team in touches. And David Johnson did all he could with his touches. So for Haynes, hopefully David Johnson's able to get more involved if uh, Kenyon Drake becomes less effective. But yes, yeah, I would. I think I would definitely start David Johnson on that RB2. Okay, mean? so these two running back cores, 
Who do you think will put up more points? I'm going with Mahomes. I mean, I think uh, if Marlon Mack does come back, like we said, he's targeted for this week. It's it's a tough matchup at Tampa Bay, but Marlon Mack was running really well I'm before going he with got hurt. B. Haynes on this one. Miles Sanders having a monster game. Just like carrying said, the running backs for him. Like you said, Lindsey underperforming, and I feel like Marlon Mack, and I, I don't know how he's going to do against this tough Tampa Bay run defense. Yep. Um, I don't know how much work he's going to get in his first game back. Uh, I'm, I got the hands on this one, man. All right. Tight end position, who you got? Tight end position, Mahomes rolling with Hunter Henry playing at Jacksonville. He's coming off his worst game of the season, putting up three points at Denver. And Jacksonville looks really good against the tight end, according to Yahoo. So uh, I still like his tight end better than the Haynes, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, the Haynes, he has Tyler Higby. You know what? Jacob Hollister. You know what? Uh, Seattle is really bad against the tight end as well. Kyle Rudolph, you saw catch a touchdown against them Monday night. If Gerald Everett's out, Tyler Higby could be another sleeper play this week. You know, he's, he might not put up 25 again, but he could be in line for, you know, more work and a, a touchdown because Seattle seems to give him up to the tight end. Yeah, that is true. It is hard to bench Hollister. You know he's going to get solid performance, but if ever it is out, Higby would be a very good play this week. All right, for the flex, who you flexing with? We flexing with Christian Kirk at home versus Pittsburgh in a kind of difficult matchup. Yeah, that's true. Christian Kirk, I think he only had one blow-up game this this year. Oh, he's had a yeah, he's had a forty-point game and then a you know a few sixteen, nineteen, fifteen, but most recently five. <laughs> so you can't feel confident coming off a you know a five-point week, but he did have seven targets, which is good. Yeah, he always gets a lot of targets. Mm-hmm. He never does too much with those targets. On the can- other side. As you can see, um, on the other side, we got DK Metcalf. It's, it seems like he's turned to the number one wide receiver for Seattle, man. Yeah, he's been a lot better in his route running. You can tell he's getting coached up by these NFL coaches and getting better at his craft. So good pick by the Haynes for the dynasty. Yeah, DK coming off a six-reception, 75-yard game Monday that night. fumble, though. Man, that was a – they didn't even call it a fumble, but it was a fumble. He took that step. He's fumbled a couple times throughout this season, so he's got to get better at the ball security after the catch, especially for such a big guy. Oh, yeah, you definitely have to hold on to the ball. This but, is- yeah. This is football. Um, <laughs> His outlook is nice, though. But for this week at L.A., do you think Ramsey targets Tyler Lockett or D.K. Metcalf? Who is he going to be on? I think you do have to pay attention to Tyler Lockett. I'm not sure why he hasn't been performing, but he is one of the guys that can take the top off of mm-hmm. defense, and the defense will definitely be keyed into Tyler Lockett. In this right. game. So who you got, Cheese? B. Haynes, Rollo with my homies. I'm looking at the defenses right now. They're possible to get put in. Um, so you think it's going to come down to the defenses? No, I'm, I'm just looking if Haynes has a different defense this week. Which he does. Kansas City at New England. I, I don't think he's going to play him. 
So he's got the Giants in uh, at know. Philadelphia. They're two really bad. I think I would put in Kansas City, honestly. Kansas City coming off a huge game, 25 points. They're going to New England. They're going to New England, oh. but at the same time, New York is going to Philadelphia, and Philadelphia's in a must-win situation. I feel you, but um, Philly, what they just played Miami. I think Miami defense went ham. Well, they both put up points, so I'm not um, unless there was a lot of turnovers by Philadelphia. Uh, I or, th- yeah, I think Carson Wentz had uh, had a couple picks. I don't know. The Kansas City projected four more points than New York. They seem like the safer floor, so I would definitely. I think I would roll with Kansas City. But either way, I'm sorry, Haynes, but I'm rolling with my homies. Just uh, too much star power to overcome for me. Who you got, Cheese? I got the Haynes with the upset this week, man. Can I didn't even ask you. Oh, you got whoa upset alert! I got the Haynes with the upset. Oh, okay, Cheese calling his shot. Y'all heard it. Give him some stuff on the chat for calling his shot. He's got his fellow cowboy brother, B. Haynes, taking the upset win. Man, that seeding would be everything. So that win against Shark would look to be very nice. Okay. All right. So I think Mahomes just has a lot of very tough matchups for most of his players, whereas the Haynes has a couple nice matchups, which could definitely give him the win. So despite the big uh, difference in the uh, the projection, she's taking the seventh seed. And I didn't get to ask you for my, my game. Who you got? Are you taking your co-host? Are you taking the, the, the commish? You said you liked the, uh, that Atlanta matchup so much. How much do you really like it? <laughs> I mean, I like it, but I don't like it as much as that Green Bay matchup, man. <laughs> and I, I got you getting the win. All right. But, but like I said, Shark does have a very good chance, if anyone does, of beating you this week, man. With with a huge blow up roster, any of those guys, like I said, could take any play to the house, and it's right. possibly gets the upset. But you heard it. He's picking the champ, fully loaded. And for the number two game, he's picking B. Haynes for the next matchup. Let's get into it. We got the three and the six. We got the co-host, Cheese, Real California Cheese. Please stand up. Real California Cheese. It's the Cheese. He's going to be setting his lineup as we speak. And on the other side, he's playing against the three seed. Manny M's great team. Never changed his team name. He's rolling with... (laughs) A nice team to get him in that top three for the regular season. So Cheese, the underdog, especially right now, I'm looking at the projection. <laughs> Cheese only got in his defense and his kicker. Projected 21 points to Manny's 139. So. Hey, I'll let you know right now. I've been here before. I've been at the bottom, coming into the playoffs, and I've taken it down. And if you somehow get knocked off in the first round, Oh, anything could happen Cheese is in feeling the league good. this year. Okay. So, Cheese, I don't know how to start this because I can't see your lineup. Oh, we'll start it. You want me to start? <laughs> I'll start from the top. 
quarterback position. I'm looking at the quarterback options. I got Lamar Jackson, unstoppable. I got the jersey on. Then at Buffalo, Sunday morning, projected 26 points. I'm not exactly sure how good he will do at Buffalo, but I'll give him another 100 on the ground off top. What 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 do you got over there? And over here, I got Russell Wilson playing at the Rams Sunday night. Not that great of a matchup either. No, no, not that great of a matchup with Jalen Ramsey on the other side, but Russell Wilson has been solid. Don't think you could sit him. Yeah, you can't sit Russell Wilson. They did hold his uh, miniature Russell Wilson to, like, negative points this week. Rams D. Shout out to the Rams D. And they can hold Russell Wilson down this week, man. I got a good chance. Gonna win. All right. And then we go with the wide receiver position. Wide receiver one for Manny M's great team. DJ Moore playing at Atlanta. Been solid lately. Ooh, that is a nice matchup for DJ Moore from myself. I got Keenan Allen at Jacksonville. Okay, Keenan Allen at Jacksonville. And then for the wide receiver. Keenan Allen coming off a six-catch game for 68 yards and a touchdown. Definitely on the rise last week, 18 points. I think Keenan Allen dropped 24 in this week. All right. And then for the wide receiver, too, we got Tyler Boyd playing at Cleveland. Okay, okay. Wide receiver two for myself. I got Diggs versus Detroit. I think Diggs could easily have a monster game this week. And then for the wide receiver three, we got John Brown playing versus Baltimore at home. Tough matchup. Yeah, that is a tough matchup. My wide receiver three. I'm debating Dede Westbrook with Minshew or... McLaurin for the big bomb at Green Bay. Ooh. All right. I think I'm rocking with Scary Terry at Green Bay, catching some big Haskins bombs after they're down like 21 points in the first half. Big Haskins bombs. And for the running back position, starting one corner, Mr. December, Derrick Henry playing at Oakland in what looks to be a very nice matchup. I think uh, Oakland's run D's been pretty good this year. Um, let's see. They are ranked. They're the 12th best matchup. So okay. they're on the other side. Then on top of that, yeah. lately they've been getting smacked up uh, as far as the score goes. So that, that should be good for Tennessee if game script says Tennessee blowout win. Derrick Henry gets a lot of carries. That's true. That is true. For me, RB1. I got Todd Gurley coming off a monster game versus Seattle. Um, he had one touchdown called back, or he would have over 100 yards and two touchdowns. All right. And then running back two for the Manny's great team, Kenyon Drake playing at home versus Pittsburgh. He's coming off a seven-point game versus the Rams. Another tough matchup. Pittsburgh's ranked 28th uh, best against the run, or I mean, they are the 28th worst. No, best. No, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. Worst best, Basically, they're a tough matchup. Okay. <laughs> All right. So they're a tough matchup. Kenyon Drake 
21st hardest to run against team. And, uh, yeah, I don't really like that matchup for, for Kenyon Drake. Yeah, I don't either. And for myself, RB2, very tough pencil in for myself. But I'm rolling Austin Eckler out there at Jacksonville. Austin Eckler last week, 67 total yards. Always getting the receptions and the touchdown. Four receptions for 51. I think he could have a big receiving day. All right. And then for the running back, oh, for the tight end position, we got Travis Kelsey uh, playing at New England. Always a tough matchup there. I'm sure they'll try to take him out the game. Yeah, but Kelsey is Kelsey, man. He usually gets his work Um, for myself. I got Greg Olson if he plays. I don't know if Greg Olson is going to play. Hope he does. I'm going to need him to play. <laughs> if not, who are you pivoting to? If not, man, I got Irv Smith. Irv, the backup or, tight end. Or Blake Jarwin. Caught one pass last week for six yards. Yeah, he played Monday night. Mm, not Kyle good. Rudolph did get a lot of work. And he's been getting a lot of work. In the last six games, six touchdowns for the Rudolph. So he's been solid lately. Uh, let's see. Who are you flexing with cheese on my side? I got Debo Samuel, 49er, playing at New Orleans in the Dome. Okay. Wait, Debo? Debo. Debo? Debo. Oh, you got Debo. That's my ball, punk. <laughs> yeah. We got Debo. Debo Stolly Mouth. We got my 40, homie. I don't have nothing. Yeah, you got something. You got something. Why you tripping, Debo? Shut the fuck up, knock your ass out. Alright, jeez. So we got Debo in the flex. Who you got on the other side? Um, on the other side, I'm flexing. I'm looking Sony or James White, man. Very tough. Very tough. Oh, he's not quite sure. That's very tough. I'm rocking with James White. I've got the for sure receptions in here. Patriots have still been able to run the ball, even if they're playing the best running, the best team to run against. <laughs> yeah, so James White coming off his best game of the year, 30, 36 points. Uh, it's hard to pivot away from him with Sony Michelle just getting 10 carries last week. In a game where they're going against the Chiefs, and I think they're going to have to put up points. Yeah, James White did have 14 rushing attempts last week, which is very promising. I think it's one of the highest I've ever yeah, seen him have. for 79 yards. So he was more effective than Michelle on the ground also, you know, through the air. And yes. then we look at his matchup. It's neck and neck. Projections got him up to 136 versus Manny's 139. Ooh. Man, this is a difficult matchup, Cheese. Are you are you rolling with yourself on this one? Oh, of course, man. What? Think I'm gonna lose this matchup? I mean, you you uh, picked against yourself the other week, and you were right when you picked against yourself. So yeah, last week I was right, but this is different. This is the playoffs where my team comes to win, and I got this matchup on lock. He's got this matchup on lock, he says. Oh, I think it's a lot tougher as I look at these matchups. Tennessee at Oakland is a nice matchup for the defense. You got Houston versus Denver. Man, 
I'm gonna roll with your squad because it's be I close. I do it's like those wide receivers. I do like Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, and oh man, yeah. I just don't think he's gonna get enough from Kenyon Drake. And Smokey Brown might be a tough matchup there in Baltimore. Also, oh, it's gonna be a really close game. But I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with you, Cheese. Roll with the co-host. Yeah, you know, you know. If I get the win, it's uh It's very nice. Alright, and let's get into our last matchup here. We got the most anticipated Rhinos versus the pickle Rick. Rhinos neck and neck projections. 146 for the Rhinos, 147 for the pickle. Alright. Let's get into these matchups. Yeah, you know. Pickle just coming back from the Raiders game, you see them out there watching the Raiders get smashed in KC. Yep. Coming back to hopefully not watch his fantasy team get smashed this week. But we got Pickle Rick in the house. Yeah, we got the Pickle Rick. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Rick. 51% favorite this week. I believe you said 146 to 147. Neck this has to be the game of the week. Yeah, this is four and five, right? Going at it. So you got that middle tier going at it in the playoffs. Um, two really good teams. Let's go ahead and start with the quarterback position. And for the quarterback, looks like Rhinos is rolling with Jimmy Garoppolo at New Orleans. Yeah, and for the pickle, we got Carson Wentz Monday night. Versus the New York Giants or Deshaun Watson versus Denver. Tough decision. I like Wentz in here myself versus the Giants and what could possibly be a shootout. Yes, sir. And for the wide receivers, wide receiver one, Mike Evans playing at home versus Indianapolis. Yeah, ooh, Wentz is coming off 310 yards and three receptions last week, man. He's coming in on fire, thir- I mean, three touchdowns. <laughs> three touchdowns yep. for 32 points. Playing against Miami will do that for you, and the Giants is a great matchup as well. Aaron Rodgers just torched him. Torched him. What QB are you taking this week? Uh, I'm, I would plug in the Wentz myself. Um, Watson, he's he's going to Denver where – or, no, he's at home versus Let me Denver. Ask you, you, you haven't scrolled down the Rhinos bench. Does he bench Jimmy G this week? I mean, he's got him locked in right now. I don't think he's going to go go and turn around now. Who would you play instead of Jimmy G? Philip Rivers. Sam Darnold versus Miami. Sam Darnold versus Miami. Yeah, I was just reading the questionable tag. He has a foot injury. Got stepped on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you would think that the Cincinnati Bengals, right? Great matchup. Sam Darnold puts up seven points. So Sam Darnold is capable. I mean, is he reach? Does he need to reach for the stars though? I'm not sure about that. Might be better to play the higher floor. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a decision that he's going to have to make. But Jimmy I'm, G does have. A lot of games under 10 points. 10 points are under. 10 points last week versus Baltimore. Nine points against Seattle. You want to just skip over the 22 and 49 he put up before the 10? Yeah, I'm I'm just looking at 
a lot of mediocre performances from Jimmy G. It is possible to pivot this week. Minshew is also on the bench here. First, the Chargers. I don't know. Uh, it's it's his call. I'm rolling with Jimmy G because that's what's in his lineup. I'm not going to try to tinker around with it. So Jimmy G at New Orleans, and then Matt's got Wentz plugged in at home versus the Giants. And like I said, for the wide receiver, Mike Evans at home versus Indy. All right, wide receiver one. We got Edelman versus KC. Very nice matchup for Jules. Yep, and the wide receiver two. We got Cortland Sutton at Houston coming off a big game. See if he can keep it up. And wide receiver two for Pickle Rick. We got Cooper Cup versus Seattle Sunday night football. All right, wide receiver three. Adam Thielen possibly coming back. Uh, He's been out for a few weeks. He'd be coming back at home versus Detroit, which is a juicy matchup. And wide receiver three for Pickle Rick. We got Robert Woods versus Seattle. Same game, Sunday night football. This matchup will be coming down to a lot in Sunday night. It'll be ending Monday night. <laughs> With Carson Wentz. Man, ooh, this is going to come down to the wire right here. Yep, let's get into these running backs. Ezekiel Elliott, your boy playing at Chicago, which is actually a good matchup for running backs. Yeah, and uh, we got Le'Veon Bell versus Miami. He had a solid game against them earlier. And then for the running back, too, Leonard Fournette for the Rhinos playing at home versus the Chargers. He's been pretty solid himself. Yeah, and then we got Josh Jacobs, possibly rookie of the year this year, versus Tennessee. All right, now we get into the tight end. We got Mark Andrews starting at the tight end at Buffalo. Yeah, I'm not too favorable about that. Um, we also have Darren Waller for the pickle versus Tennessee. And when the flex, who are you flexing with? Flexing with another tight end cheese. Zach Ertz playing at home Monday night with Carson Wentz versus the Giants. Double tight ends over there. And for Pickle Rick, Melvin Gordon at Jacksonville. Melvin Gordon coming off another 100-yard game. 99 yards on the ground and one reception for 11 yards. This is going to be very close. It is. And it's coming down a Monday night for this matchup it's a coin flip for the percentages and let's okay quarterback we got pickle we both think pickle has a better quarterback carson wide receivers core all three who's gonna have more points those three or those three Mm. we got cup edelman and woods versus evans sutton and thielen i think i might have to go with Oh, that's so tough. I don't know if Thielen plays. If Thielen plays, I'm going with Rhinos. If he doesn't play, I'm going with Pickle. Yeah, that is so tough. Because the drop-off from Thielen goes to Auden Tate, which is a big drop-off. Or possibly J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Ooh, that means his projection is going to drop. Severely. So, uh, Thielen, he should be back. He's been out for like... bunch of weeks um and this doesn't mean they won't limit his snaps yeah that's true but i'd rather have a limited Thielen than i think uh, those other guys on the bench 
This is going to be very close, man. Cooper Cup dropped 28 last time they played Seattle. And Goff has been looking better. Well, just last game, really. And Edelman's a very nice matchup, man. I think I'm rocking with Pickle on this with the wide receiver core. All right. And then the running backs. Running backs. Who you got for the running backs? Running backs. We got Jacobs versus Tennessee. Le'Veon Bell versus Miami for Pickle. And Rhinos. Zeke at Chicago. Fournette versus the Chargers. I got Rhinos running backs. Yeah, I'm rolling with them as well. Yeah, I think that one's pretty easy. Tight end position. I mean, we got, I guess you can call it Andrews at Buffalo or Waller versus Tennessee. I'm taking Waller in this. Yeah, I'm taking Waller in that one as well. Flex, we got Ertz versus Melvin Gordon. Ertz is in a very good matchup, I feel like. Yep, Melvin Gordon, he got 20, 20 rush attempts last week, which is very good for a running back at Jacksonville where Derrick Henry just went off. Ertz had three receptions for 24 yards last week versus Miami. It was a game-time decision with that hamstring lingering injury, and Goddard outperformed him and out, um, out-targeted. He, Goddard out-targeted Ertz last week. So, Yeah, and that was a plus a matchup. Look against the Dolphins, and he's battling a hamstring injury that he's been playing through. So He's coming back with another week of rest. Ertz, I feel like, is the number one receiver when he's there, though. Ah, that's tough, man. I got Melvin Gordon. All right, yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon is definitely the safer play, I feel like. I got Rhinos with better running backs this week. Mm, that's the upside pretty, of Ertz is better for sure. That's yeah, that is true. That's that's pretty much it for the Rhinos, just with the better running backs. But the better running backs, I feel like, are a lot better, like a lot better. <laughs> like that point differential from the running backs could be like thirty point difference. All right. And for the Man, matchup, that's close. Neck and neck. That's close. Oh man, if Thielen plays, I'm rolling with the Rhinos, man. Just that matchup for Thielen is such a big difference maker. And if he doesn't play, uh, I don't know. That's that's tough. But if he does, I think I like the chances with Thielen in there. The Rhinos doesn't play. I guess he's playing David Montgomery. No, no, no. If Thielen plays, or if Thielen oh, yeah, doesn't he play, has two tight ends. he has to play Auden Tate or J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Yeah, it would be real tough for him to get the win. So who you got, Cheese? Man. I think I'm rolling with the pickle. All right. So pickle we got a with the better QB there. matchup Monday night. I think that's going to solidify this game. Monday night, like you said. All right, that wraps up the preview of the playoffs first round quarterfinal. Now it's time to get into these questions. You ready, Cheese, to dive into the voicemail? Yeah, let's run it. With the first question, we got none other than the ghost host that ghosts the most. And since he is ghost ghosting us on another coast, we're going to play his question for him. What you got, Bri? 
What's up, fellas? It's the Bry Guy, a.k.a. the Ghost Host, a.k.a. the reigning champion of Boom. Um, I have a quick question. In the fantasy playoffs, who would you prefer in a one-point PPR league moving forward as an RB2? I have James White and I have the Geis out in Washington. Um, both committee backs, obviously. Just curious what you guys think. Thanks. Ooh, Bry Guy coming in with the playoff questions. I love it. He wants to know who's the better running back rest of season, Geis or James White? Man, that's a tough one. James White, like I said, getting tons of work last game. A lot of it was late in the game while they are down and they are in these passing formations. So let but... me give you the remaining schedule for James White. Okay. We got Kansas City. Yeah, I know he has a nice schedule. Who's right? the best matchup for running backs. They give up the most points to running backs. That's at home. And then they're playing at Cincinnati, uh, which is the eighth best matchup for running backs. And then week 16 in the championship, Buffalo, um, which is right in the middle of the pack at 16th. And then with Geis, let's see what the Geis. Geis has Green Bay, which is the fifth best matchup this week. Then Philly, the 24th worst matchup. Then the Giants, the 18th best matchup. Okay, so when I look at those, I think... Honestly, I think I'm going to roll with the Geis. I think he's going to be more consistent down the stretch as they try to figure out what they got in him. They're going to be feeding him as he gets better and better. James White, um, I, me and Cheese were talking about what the game script can look like with Kansas City and New England. and we were It could be a Sony Michelle game for that one where yeah, he's the, just controlling the clock. Yeah, the thing about Geis is, like you said, they – this is a team that they probably want to see how good Geis is going to be and why not feed him the rest of the year. While as James White, he plays his role for New England and he sticks with that role, you know. When when it's time for Sony to come in, he he does his job. And uh and I just feel like you already know what White's role is going to be and it, it's never going to be like a main featured role. Yeah, guys might get featured near the end of the season. And then the other thing that worries me is Cincinnati. They can just blow them out and chew up that clock as well. So I'm I'm scared of that game script. It's just the guys one seems like much safer floor for me. So I'm gonna roll with the guys. And then we saw the upside. You know, he put up 30 plus this week. Yeah, he has big play ability big play. for sure. As those stiff arms are crucial. All right, so I think the Cheesinator and I agree. We're both rolling with the guys man there. So Cheese wishes he had the guys in the tank because he'd be rolling with him right now. <laughs> and um, That's Pickle's stash. Pickle got a bunch of running backs, man. Running backs on deck if anyone needs them after the season. And now we get into the next question, Cheese. You ready to dive in? Next question, who we got? All right, we got the people's favorite drop other than the Zini. This one makes you dance. We got the guru. What the you guru got? Guru Bati. Guru, 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 guru. Huh, doo <laughs> What's up, Shark Tank? Happy holidays. <laughs> I have no real gurus here. Uh, first off, I want to say congratulations <laughs> to everybody that made the Shark Tank uh, playoffs. It's a pretty competitive league, so I'm taking it a little bit more serious than others, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I don't really have a question tonight because um, I'm not trying to drop no knowledge. Uh, you know, uh, 
against uh, people that might use that information against Ogu in other leagues. <laughs> <laughs> but Ogu uh, um, already knows what's going to happen, man. Um, the Smeesh is going to take down the Creeper, a.k.a. Snakey. Snakey, uh, going I down. I see the Crinos getting whooped on by Pickle Rick and your team. Will he pay? Drug Marv? Who knows? <laughs> um... What if I told you all Manny's great team upsets this week? Man, that'll be crazy. And, of course, rolling with my homies uh, is going to go international this week, man. Um, and then in the semifinals, Smish is going to take down Pickle Rick and your team. And basically, rolling with my homies is going to get that W against Manny's great team. And we're going to have a pretty much a repeat of last year. Um... Yeah, what do you guys think? Oh, goo-woo, out. I mean, I like the calls, but that's definitely not a repeat of last year. Mahomes <laughs> got smashed in, I believe, the first round last year. I think he was talking about uh, just me repeating is what he means. Oh, Okay. <laughs> and that that's what's going to happen. That's going to be the ultimate outcome. We'll have to see, El Guru. I appreciate your confidence in oh. me. You are hilarious. <laughs> well, last year... Were you the top team last year? No, I was actually like the fifth seed. Who was number one? My homies. And what round did you get knocked out in? One. But. And what about the year before that? Who was number one? Who was it? Rhinos? Rhinos? Who you get knocked out by? Was it the Cheesinator? Yeah, and this year, who's number one? Who. Has anyone gone 13 and 0? This year, who's number one? I haven't lost in over a year. This year, who's number one? <laughs> I haven't lost it. Oh, I'm number one, but it's by a mile. It's not even close. It's not even competition. I got 400 points more than everybody. And what if the upset of the year, like every other year, happens round one? Man, it sounds like you're betting against me, and I'd love to take any side bets. Give me that chump change. I will take it. Whatever it is, $5, $10, send it. I'm very confident in my team. We haven't lost in, like I said, over a year. And I blew out every team I played this year. Not even close. So to me, we just going to have to see. And that's why the guru got confidence in your boy. But it yeah, seems like the co-host... You are a huge favorite to take it, you know. I just got to hype up <laughs> the upsets because it happens every single year. And we're going to see who's going to get upset this week in playoffs yep yep and then we got another cameo coming in voicemail from the pickle rick hey how you doing it's pickle rick i'm asking a few questions here i'm over here chilling at shoney's i'm wanting to know how scared are the rhinos of the pickle all right (laughs) So the pickle, man, he's feeling real confident with his squad. 170 points going into the playoffs. And he wants to know if the Rhinos are scared. I mean, you guys' projections are lined up back to back. I think it should be a good game, pickle. Um, No reason for you to be as confident as I am, seeing you took a bunch of L's this year. But I mean, that's a you can't ask me that question. I can't tell you how scared the rhinos are of your team pickle. I can tell you he's a higher seed than you, and uh, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. I mean, yeah, I don't know if he's scared, but this is gonna be a great game. Both of them about 
51% to 49%. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. This game will come down to Monday night. And, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if we had too many close games in the Shark Tank. But we've had, had some upsets. Next year we'll have some closer games when the commish moves over to decimal points. I know you and I are big advocates of that. We want to get paid for every yard our player puts up. And that could have literally been the difference in some of these matchups this year. There were a lot of one-point matchups. Yours this week could have been a different outcome if we had decimal points. But not that it matters. Um, we got one more left. We got one more final statement coming in from the Rhinos. He wants to... Um, oh, Cheese wants to drop. He wants to just, you know, give you a little present here. Alright, and let's get into it. Rhinos wants to make a statement to the league. For those of you that were asking yesterday, I'm still going to honor the bet with Marv if I fail to place in the top three of the league. And I expect him to do the same if he loses. If I lose, I will pay him every penny as soon as he wears the tutu and unicorn shirt for coming in last place twice in three years. I will get... $301 bills and let the entire league stuff it in his tutu or g-string or whatever the fuck he wears <laughs> alright so rhinos want to see uh, Marv in the tutu he fully expects to pay the bet so for all of you guys uh, damn near harassing the man <laughs> there you go there you have it um but yeah, that covers all of our... It looks like it was more of a statement segment today. We didn't have any questions. Guru and Rhinos came in with some statements and Pickle yeah. had a question that I couldn't answer. So, <laughs> um, that, that's all we got. Bright Guy came in with a great football question. Keep those playoff sitter starts coming. We will help you out through the playoffs, just not in this league. All right. It's been another episode. We out. Peace.